what they need help in in as far as the number one the resources mm-hmm. and number two the strategy whatever whatever type of business you come across they're specialized in their business and their business you mm-hmm. know they're they they don't know how to do things outside of that they might know how to do it but they're not experts at it i don't want to go to get my car serviced with somebody who does this on the side i want to go get my car serviced with somebody who does this every single day and mm-hmm. is the best at it yeah yeah okay they're they're a pro this is what they do because if i go with somebody who does this on the side they could do something wrong and my car is screwed and that's just one example, mm-hmm. but that, that happens all the time. That's why I tell people, you know, a lot of times when they want to go to the cheap route or they want to, you know, they, they, they want to do it themselves. First, you don't have the manpower. Second, you don't have the resources. Third, you don't have the right idea of the right strategy to be able to get you there. And that's yeah. why I always talk about so much getting the right information from the right people and applying the right information and, 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 and making sure that that information is actually going to take you where you need to be at and where you have the potential to be at. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Five Talents Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. I interview the top commercial real estate investors and industry experts so you can learn from their experiences. So if you're an investor, a high W-2 earner or real estate or tech sales professional that wants to invest in real estate without having to manage properties or leave your day job, then this podcast is for you. Or if you're already investing in real estate, but you're doing it part-time and you want to become a full-time multifamily or full-time commercial real estate investor, this podcast is for you too. You're going to learn a ton. You will learn from real-life multifamily investors and other professionals in the industry. They're going to share their blueprints for success. And I'm super excited that you're here. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello. This is Abel Pacheco, your host for the Five Talents Podcast. We are super excited today because we have Mr. Danny Califel. He's a former pro boxer, an entrepreneur, and a business professional. And he is uh, just one of those ex- super motivating, inspiring uh, professionals and individuals that will last uh, in your mindset for some period of time. I met him this year. And uh, just happy that I got into his world and super excited that uh, that you'd come and share a few minutes of your time, man. So let me let me turn it over to you, Danny, in your own words. Why don't you tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do? And we'll just start a great conversation here. Well, like I always say, when when people bring me on, man, I appreciate you having me. You know, thank you. Uh, And uh, just just to give you like a a a snapshot, which is what I always call it, because uh, I can go on and on about you know all different types of areas. But uh, basically, you, where where do you want me to start from, man? To just uh, tell us, or you want me to just uh, give you like a snapshot what you, of what I do right now? Yeah, tell me what you do right now, all and right. then I'm, I'm going to ask you a number of questions about your background because it's super awesome. But just you know, what what do you do today for folks, and how do you help them? Perfect, man. Yeah. So I have a, a consulting firm where we basically we scale businesses. So we do, uh, you know, that through strategy management, consulting, sales training, marketing and software. And uh, I mean, there's a list of other services underneath it. We have about 20 services that fall under those categories. And we just like I mentioned, we scale businesses. So we go from, you know, Fortune 500s down to companies doing about two million. And mainly our like sweet spot, you could say, is uh, small to mid-sized companies. As 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 we spoke before, you know, I'm partnering with Grant Cardone, you know, on uh, on that side, helping people as well as a number of different companies that 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 I work with. I have relationships with some of the largest companies in the world. You know, I've been in business for about 11 years now. 
So, you know, this company I've had for nine years. I'm also in the private equity space. I launched a company earlier this year where, again, I'm all about helping scale businesses. So that it's a small group of guys. My partner's part of that group. And, uh, you know, we have a we have a large uh, access to um, about 25 billion in capital. So, you know, we work with, you know, bigger projects. We're rolling out smaller programs for smaller companies and smaller businesses to help them. And uh, as well as I'm also on a board of directors of my other partner's company uh, in acquisitions. So we acquire mid-market uh, industrial companies and then we scale those. All right. So man, that's, that's pretty a, much, uh, you know, that's I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm in I'm in the business of just, you know, taking apart a business and really finding out what's, he, what's either holding them back or what's able to amplify whatever it is that they do. And that's yep. what we do. Yep. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you very much for, for sharing. Anytime you hear, you know, individuals like yourself partnered with Grant Cardone, uh, uh, partners uh, with access to billions of dollars of capital, uh, helping individuals and companies uh, in the, you know, mid-market space or $200 million and up, you know, consulting with, and then acquisitions of other companies. There's all these different things that, that go into that, right? It's, people, individuals, profit, loss, there's uh, business mergers, acquisition, sales, financing, all the things that come together. And so you're you're in the space. And uh, while we talk about commercial real estate and investing, man, there's so many similarities to all of this stuff because it, it all comes back to mindset. So before we talk a business business, uh, tell me about this time as a professional boxer, man. What how did you even get, you know, from, from there to, to here? And, and you know, how, how did that all start out? So t- tell me about your professional boxing side of it. So I grew up rough. You know, I, uh, I've been in my own since I was 14. And, um, you know, on the streets, you're, you know, you deal with, I mean, you're, you're susceptible to everything. You know, I mean, I was in and out of problems. I mean, constantly, you know, between drugs, alcohol. I mean, you name it, I got involved in it. Uh, I was just a wreck. And, you know, family didn't know what to do with me. You know, father wasn't around. He was traveling on business. Mother wasn't around. She was, you know, working, paying bills, but, you know, not not in the picture either. So I didn't have, you know, guidance or structure there. So what happens when you're young? And, you know, here's where I'm going with this. When you're young, you tend to roll and want to go in and shift in the direction of people that you can relate to. It's very different from when you're older, because when you're older, you're like, oh, man, I want to be around people that are better than me because they can help uplift me or they can help teach me things. But when you're younger, you're, you know, you get intimidated by that. So you want to be around people. Plus, you don't know any better. So you want to be around people that are in the same situation with you. So now you're just amplifying your situation by however many other people that you're with. And in our group, it was about 18 of us. And it was just a disaster, man. It was it was bad. So, you know, I, I say this to this day, you know, boxing saved my life. Had it not been for that sport, I, I'd either be dead or, you know, I, I I don't know. We wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I got into the sport. My father used to, used to box in the army, took me to the gym. And from the moment I stepped in the gym, I fell in love with the sport. And my mindset shifted because at that point, the obsession that I had to... I've always been obsessed with things like of getting things done to, you know, working extremely hard. You know, even even at 14, when I was up to no good, I mean, I was still I had I had my first job at 14 or 15, 15. I had my first job, you know. So, I mean, I've always been obsessed with just wanting to get things done and going all in. So when it came to diving into the sport, I dove all in. And uh, for the next 18 years, I mean, I was around nothing but world champions, trained with them, worked with them, 
help them prepare for, you know, championship fights. You know, my first fight was on ESPN, Friday Night Fights. It's no longer around anymore. But, uh, yeah, so I've been on HBO, ESPN, a um, couple of Spanish networks. And, uh, you know, within that space, I got to know a lot of different types of celebrities and entrepreneurs. And, you know, I mean, when you're in the entertainment industry, you just tend to be around it. Yeah. Some people don't know how to shift into the direction of getting to know people. I did. Because also I was doing club promotions at the time. Mm-hmm. So we would we would book like the the current artists to come to the to come to the clubs that we were doing. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. there. I was just, you know, hey, listen, you know, I'm getting ready to turn pro. And then at that case, hey, listen, I'm a pro, you know, um, you know, whatever it is that we can do, we can connect when you come back in town, whatever it was. Like I was always in, big into networking, networking, getting to know people and see what it is that I can do to help them and what they can do to help me and work together. So I built these great relationships. And then fast forward, that's what's gotten me, you could say, catapulted me to 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 have the connection still to this day and be able to, you know, uh, do things at the level that I'm doing it and that I'd like to do it at. Yeah. Let me let's pause here because this is so awesome. Just even hearing this in the first place. So your story is very inspirational because you 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 have one of those stories that anybody can look back on and say, man, he you know, he came from nothing and created it and you were in and out of troubles what it sounds like so like anybody can say well uh, anybody that didn't have it that hard could say i don't have any excuses <laughs> and and that's really it is it, it's inspiring that of itself right and then you know knowing that you you kind of took your dream made it happen told people what you were doing i am going to go pro i did go pro you took the opportunity to network where probably some professional boxers and he said, I'm a boxer and this is what I do. But you could kind of see past that and say, hey, I got to I also got to make the best of what where I'm at. I'm going to start networking with all these individuals. And whether you knew it was going to propel you in the future or not, you kind of took the time to do it. And so thanks for sharing on the networking side uh, to hear. That's what kind of drove you to today. How, how did you even like was it a thought process back then? I knew I had to network or did you, uh, uh, did you know what you were doing in other words? And then how did you, how did you network? Just start at this basic one for us. I wanted to be around the best point blank. So like if, us and, and I was very, I was very careful in who I stayed in contact with because like, you know, everybody would like, when I say that I've been around some of the most successful people, like that's, that's the, that's a case where, I pick and choose because like, I don't want to be around somebody who's super successful, but then, you know, they have a lot of issues outside of, you know, uh, uh, work or the gym when, you know, in this case, when it was boxing or, or the music industry or whatever it is. Cause I mean, I had a, a record company in 2010 that we'll, we'll get into, but the, 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 the point that I'm making is, is that I always wanted to be around the best because mm-hmm. I knew they would bring the best out of me. How could I be around? So like I, I the way I thought about it was how could I be around like, and it's, It's not that I want to say like mediocre. It's just like it was a case where I didn't want to be around people that I couldn't grow being around. So like when I was in the gym, I didn't want to be around guys that were just starting out. I wanted to be around the best. So, I mean, I got my I got beat up. okay, every day. But it taught me something because I was getting beat up from people that were better than me. Mm -hmm. And it Mm -hmm. made me have to set my game up. So it wasn't a case where it was like, oh, man, I never want to do this again because I keep getting hit in the face. It was like, all right, I need to learn because obviously if they got to where they're at, where where they're at, 
then that gives me the ability to be able to get there. I just need to learn what they know. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't believe it's 100% talent. I also believe that the work has to go into it, which is 100% true. Because mm-hmm. you, got, you got guys like Floyd Mayweather, for example. I mean, the guy, the guy out-trains everybody. He mm-hmm. outworks everybody. And he is talented. So like, it's just, you know, it, it has to, it has to do with the, with the, with the action that you're taking also. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That makes uh, sense. A hundred percent. Choose your network, choose them wisely. And then uh, the people that you do want to be around. I, I don't want to be around the average every day or mediocrity. I want to be around the best possible people within my network because they're going to teach me more than anybody else could. Uh, and then in your literal world, that literally meant you got beat up. <laughs> As you were sparring with them, and that's what it, 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 I mean, literally, right? And now you're like, ah, I can understand. Well, I'm going to learn from them and learn how they got as good as they did. And so you've continued to apply that, it sounds like. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you very much for sharing. So, okay, so you were networking, you know, in, in, in your, take us continually through your, through your journey, right? You pro boxing, networking, promoting, then what kind of businesses did you did you run and and how did you end up to where you're at today so i started a record company in 20 in 2010 that i always had a passion for music you know when i was younger i played five instruments by ear before i learned how to read music so like music was always a big passion of mine i just didn't like i'm not cut out to be a music artist so like i was i wanted to i wanted to have something to do with it the situation got presented to me from you know, uh, uh, somebody I met and, and we ended up partnering up and, and, um, you know, I ended up partnering up with somebody else and then we created, you know, something, uh, uh, it was a, it was a music company, a record label. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was able to, I was able to use and utilize the connections that I had to be able to transform it to, you could say a lot bigger than it would have been through the connections that I had through the network that I had built you know, through all those years. I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I was, I was, I mean, we're looking at 18 years I was fighting and, uh, you know, through that, through that time frame, you know, you, you get to know quite a few people. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's a, that's a know, pretty it, long, that's a pretty long career in of itself. I didn't, I didn't realize 18 years as a boxer, man, that's awesome. Yeah, well, anyways, man. sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. So like, you know, just get, like I said, you get to know different types of people. You call them up. Hey, listen, this is what I'm doing. You're interested in taking part. Are you interested in helping me out? Yeah, man, sure. Anytime, you know, and, and it would just work out like that. So the thing that I didn't like about the music industry in the position that I was in, because I was behind the scenes. I was like on the business side of it. And, you know, we had we had two competitions down here. It was one of the largest uh, competitions in South Florida uh, as far as talent, talent, talent was concerned. And I had a lot of support from, you know, between Sony, Def Jam and Escope Universal. And you know, the, the, the whole the whole issue was was that I didn't like having to rely on other people in order for me to be successful. Because in the yeah. sport of boxing and in, in, in entrepreneurship, in some cases, okay, you're relying on yourself. So mm-hmm. if you fail, mm-hmm. it's your fault. If you yeah. succeed, it's your fault. You see? So in, 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 in the sport, you know, when you go in the ring, it's just you and the other guy. So if you gas out, if you run out of breath, if you get tired, if you fatigue, that's because you didn't do what was necessary during camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, and, and, and I didn't like the fact that when I was in music, it was pretty much the same thing when it came to me having to rely on somebody else. And I didn't like that. So we cut the cord on that and uh, ended up starting the company that I have now, which I never knew that it was going to turn into what it, what it was. Because originally I just wanted to have like another part in the entertainment industry. But it, 
we, we ended up putting out more money than we were getting. So it ended up, you know, a lot more yeah. time, a lot more money, a lot more resources. It just yeah. ended up, you know, because like I said, if, if you you bring on an artist and I mean, especially when you have a smaller label, you bring mm-hmm. on you have like four or five artists. If they don't do anything, then you're not making any money. Yeah. You know, that's why you see a lot of these bigger companies like Sony Universal. Those guys, they sign. They have in their in their you could say in their stable, we call it. They have like a thousand, fifteen hundred artists. So. Now, out of those artists, how many can you actually count on your hand that you actually know and recognize? Mm, yeah, and very few. So that's why that's you kind of end up. Yep. Okay, got it. And so from that point, you jumped into what you're doing today. Uh, well, you, even then, when I hear Sony, Def Jam, uh, Universal, you you had a lot of uh, backing, a lot of network, like you said, that were, that were also helping you through. But to know that you made a change for something better is pretty awesome. You know, tell us about your first, you know, couple of years in this spot and, and versus what you're doing now. Give us some insight here. So great question. The thing is, is that I, like, like I mentioned before, like I wanted to be around the best. So like it was just a shift. So instead of being around people that were more geared towards the entertainment industry, it was taking a shift into my network and building a bigger network on people that were more into on the corporate side of business, you could say, mm-hmm. you know, my father mm-hmm. was in the corporate side of business. You know, he was working with, you know, huge companies, uh, some of the largest companies in the world. He was on, 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 uh, you know, he was, he was, he was doing a lot of things with, you know, whether it would be, uh, uh handling, you know, sales teams of, of, of that size with them or, you know, on the consulting side. So he helped shift me in that direction also, but then it was also getting to know people within, you know, um, the corporate world, which mm-hmm. I saw was a lot more promising than where I were, you know, the entertainment industry more so. Yeah. So yeah. I just, you know, when it was just, it was, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just like a, just a shift in mindset. It was like, all right, this doesn't work on the next thing. Let's, let's, let's roll. You know, it wasn't a, it, I didn't really think, I don't spend so much time thinking about things. It's just like, all right, this didn't work. Let's go. Let's just keep going. You know, for the for those people that have a hard time shifting like that, what advice would you give them? Or the people that it's, it's just super hard. It's I stay in one lane and this is what I'm doing. And it's hard for me to change my mindset around this. The longer you take to shift, the more time you waste. That's it. You know, the longer you take to shift, the more time you waste. And so what advice can you give somebody like to actually make them, you know, to, to motivate themselves to move if they can't motivate themselves to move? You just got to do it and you got to be around the people that can help you do it. And if they're not helping you do it, they're keeping you from doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So and if- like I've, I've, I've built up this, this toughness, you could say with or discipline, which I had, but I built this up where it was like, I'm very, very careful with my time. I don't want people around me that are going to waste my time. I don't want to be around certain scenarios that are going to waste my time. And it's just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very quick to just cut. And it's not anything personal. It's just that, I mean, listen, we have a very short time on this earth to get things done. And we already, we already take up, what is it? 17, 18 years in school mm-hmm, mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. that. Well, not in school, but you're, you're, you're 17, 18 yeah. years of just growing up, you could say. Okay. Yeah. Between, you know, from, from when you're younger all the way till you're 18 and you're graduating from high school, you're 17 graduating from high school. You're not in school the whole time, but yeah. I mean, technically some people are, longer. Yeah. Some people longer. School, you're still learning. Yeah. yeah some yeah, people longer. You're still, you're still learning. I mean, when you listen, when you're, when, when you're a baby, you're still absorbing stuff. Technically, as far as I'm concerned, you're just in your own type of school. You're in your own little environment. You're learning things. You're learning how to mimic things. You're learning 
okay, this is what this means. That's what this means. This is why this is no. This is why this is okay. So as you're growing up and you're getting older, you're taking 18 years to learn everything. And now your life is starting at 18. And like mm -hmm. you said, in some cases, for some people, it's longer. Sometimes their lives start at 25, 26 because they, they go into they go into university, they go into college, you know, and, and it takes them longer to realize, you know, uh, uh, you know what it is that they want to do. And then yeah. once that ends up happening, then it's like, all right, now I'm 27, 28, 30. I mean, how, how many more years do I have left? Yeah, be very so like, cautious ha, ha, ha. with your time. Yeah, so it's like then, then you're at that point where it's like now it's like all right now I have what another thirty years and then if I'm an, if I'm if I'm somebody who wants to just you know uh, uh, work a nine to five or whatever the case is I mean I only have thirty years till I till I'm retired. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. Maybe people don't understand the time. Time life is short, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. And as you're as you're on this thought process of making sure you're spending your time in the, the with the best people and networking and trying to figure that out. It sounds like you've been able to help a number of businesses along the way. Give us a few examples of some of the businesses. So you mentioned Grant Cardone and, you know, we're commercial real estate folks. So maybe that one's a fun one to talk about, but you know, it, it doesn't have to be just him. Just tell us about some of the businesses and how you help them so we can learn any nuggets we can as well. I mean, we work with businesses like across the scale. I, 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 I can give you, I mean, we, it, it, I mean, there's never, it's never a, I mean, there, it, it really, it really depends on what standpoint they're in. Some need more exposure. Some need their complete infrastructure like revamped. You know, I mean, I had a, there, there was a company I went in uh, towards the end of last year. We had to get rid of an entire department. You know, uh, there were 13 people in the department, the company, the, the, the owner, he was like, look, you know, I don't know what it is that, that, you know, we're going to do at this point. And I was like, listen, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to make a shift. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, this department's slowing you down. So it's either you get rid of this department or your company goes under. I was like, cause you can't keep putting out money like this and you're not having enough money come in, especially right now. And he was like, yeah, but these people, and I was like, you can't worry about that right now. You need to worry about yourself and you need to worry about the other people that are depending on you. So you're going to have to make that cut. Once we grow you, once we build you up, you could hire those people back and more, but you got to save the ship. So, you know, it was a tough cut, went in, cut the people, got rid of them. And now, you know, they're starting to ramp back up. That's one example. But like, I mean, we come into companies, I mean, there's cases they have salespeople. We, we, we increase their, their closing ratios with the programs that we have, you know, we grant it. I mean, it's not only him. We have so we have two different types of of uh, verticals. You could say when it comes to the training, because mm -hmm. we have the online training and we have, we have the live training, and we package that up as like a training suite. You could say mm -hmm. so. It's 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 one of the most comprehensive training programs you could say in the marketplace. Period, and that's another aspect. So I mean, like I said, it varies. I mean, whatever it is that when we go into a company, whatever it is we see that needs to be fixed, repaired, or amplified, we go in and make it happen. Hello, hello. You're listening to the Five Talents Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. If you're enjoying this podcast, then I know you're serious about achieving financial freedom. Are you ready to create your own path through multifamily investing for yourself and your family? Then I know you're going to appreciate our investor's guide to multifamily investing. It's titled Tackling Commercial Real Estate the Easy Way. We use this guide to invest ourselves in $93 million worth of real estate. So we're gonna show you the basic mechanics of multifamily syndications and how to evaluate your next passive investment opportunity. 
So the best part, if you subscribe to our podcast now, leave us a review and a rating. I'm going to give you a free copy of our ebook. So please take a moment to do that now. Once you've done that, go to 5tcre.com forward slash ebook, 5tcre.com forward slash ebook. Make sure to let us know you left a review and we're going to send you a free copy. So thank you so much for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast. We really appreciate it. All right. Where, where do you see most businesses that come to you for some help? What are some of the common areas that they struggle in? Sales. See how, <laughs> see how quick I was to say that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, most businesses fail or probably all of them. Lack of sales, right? Income generating in the front, whatever door that is in the front door. but And obscurity. Uh, the fact obscurity. that nobody knows them. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Remember, so, remember when we were on the phone earlier, I told you it's eight, it's almost in 2023, they predict there's going to be 8 billion people on this planet. Okay. So when I see people like with a million views, I'm like, you haven't even, you haven't, I mean, you're like, it's like a third of what the U.S. is. This is the population of the U.S. Like you haven't even touched everybody mm-hmm. else because the U.S. I believe is 300, a little over 322 million. Yep. So, so lack of sales and obscurity, nobody knows who they are and there's not enough sales coming in. So why do you think uh, across the board, a lot of those businesses, you know, it it should seem apparent, but it's really not right. They don't actually see that they need some help. Somebody pointing it out to them, right? What they need help in, in, as far as the number one, the resources Mm -hmm. and number two, the strategy, whatever, whatever type of business you come across, they're specialized in their business and their business. You Mm -hmm. know, they're, they, they don't know how to do things outside of that. They might know how to do it, but they're not experts at it. I don't want to go to get my car serviced with somebody who does this on the side. I want to go get my car serviced with somebody who does this every single day and mm. is the best at it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're a pro. This is what they do. Because if I go with somebody who does this on the side, they could do something wrong and my car is screwed. And that's just one example. Mm-hmm. But that, that happens all the time. That's why I tell people, you know, a lot of times when they want to go to the cheap route or they want to, you know, they, they, they want to do it themselves. First, you don't have the manpower. Second, you don't have the resources. Third, you don't have the right idea of the right strategy to be able to get you there. And that's yeah. why I always talk about so much getting the right information from the right people and applying the right information and, 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 and making sure that that information is actually going to take you where you need to be at and where you have the potential to be at. All right. Yeah. It makes perfect sense, man. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, from an investor standpoint, give some of our investors advice. I'm sure you see working with the, the companies, the teams, the people that you're involved with. Uh, it sounds like sourcing capital, a ton of it too. Some, some general investing advice that we can apply across the board, whatever we're investing in. How, how do you see, uh, you know, some of this wealth creation or investing, you know, mindset that you can give somebody on, on how to, how to be more successful at what they're doing? Huh. I'm starting to get into the real estate game, you know, on the, on the rest, on the investment side, uh, stocks. I don't know too much about. I don't, to me, me personally, I mean, unless you're, unless you have a ton of money and you're going to throw it into like, you know, like a blue chip, you could say like one of the bigger. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually more secured. I, I don't have much to say about that. But what I, what I can say is, is that I see a lot of people wanting to invest prematurely. And the number one thing we ask. The number one thing we ask when somebody says, hey, listen, I got some money. You know, what can I invest in? What's your income? How much are you making? Because your, 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 your income is going to make or break you. Mm. Cause like there's, there's no like 
people ask all the time, okay, what's what's the what's what's the key to success? There's no silver bullet. There's no like, okay, you do this, you're gonna be successful in three years. It doesn't work like that. There's no silver bullet. It's not like, hey, I could fast track this. You could speed it up a little bit, but it takes it takes work, it takes discipline, it takes, you know, the right information, and then, you know, obviously risk. But, you know, you want to make sure that you that you, you know, take calculated risk. You want to make sure that you're making the right choices. And that's not taking your money and dumping it into something when you're not making enough. Yeah, I would, I would have to agree with you. I'm, I'm definitely uh, thinking about all the time passive income. How do I create more through my investments? So that's 100 percent. I'm always on it. However, if there's no active capital coming in, then I don't have anything to invest. <laughs> and people always ask, ask me. Uh, a lot of times they're like, have you been able to continually invest? And I go, well, I'm, I'm trying not to trade time for money, uh, in my passive investments, but as an, as a, you know, wealth creation, I've got to trade time for money somewhere so that I can have money to invest. Otherwise passive investing never happens, you know? So, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Either the income generation, even in your side of the, like, let's say from a business aspect. So if they have a lack of sales or lack of income coming in, what are some of the prescriptions that you give them for uh, better sales? How, how do you help them? We put, them we put them on our programs. I mean, I'm like, hey, you know, if you're if you're not making enough, like, yeah, how much you making? Oh, I'm making 100000 a year. Well, listen, before you invest in anything, you need to figure out how you're going to make a hundred, how you're going to make more than 100000 a year. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you got a bigger problem than trying to dump your money into something. Yeah. I know, I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to hear this going to be like, oh, 100000 a year, 100000 a year isn't a lot of money. You know, I know millionaires that are worse off than guys that are making 50000 a year. I mean, just point blank. It's not, it's not, you know, I mean, millionaire is the new middle class. Mm-hmm. I would have to, I have to agree. I, Agree on the thought process. If you have a million dollars, you're not going to be able to retire. You still got to go to work. People uh, don't understand that. They, they, you know, they, they don't get it. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, I make a million bucks. It's going to be, no, no, no. Make a million bucks. You're just starting, buddy. Like, you it's know, not, it's not, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot bigger than that. And, and, you know, I, it, it's a harsh reality when people actually get there because they get excited that they're like, oh man, I'm there. And it is like, oh, this is what it is. Yeah. And I've seen it time and time again. That's the thing. It's like, this is stuff that I, it's not, you know, I mean, this is stuff that I see. And I, I, I have very close friends of mine, like I said, that are like, they're two, three million in the bank and it's not, not enough. Yeah. Yeah. I had a guy, I'll give a quick example. I had a guy that, that, that wanted to work, uh, wanted to work for me and, um, you know, it was a sales, uh, a sales position. I asked the guy, I said, how much do you want to make? And he was like, you know, I'd like to make a hundred thousand a year. And I said, why'd you pick that number? He was like, cause it's more than what I'm making now. I said, I understand that. So, but why'd you pick that number? I was like, when you have the potential to make a lot more. No, because that'll get me what I want. I said, okay, let's roll down what it is that you want. I said, so what do you want? So we went down that whole list, you know, family, traveling, the whole nine. And I was like, listen, before you get into all that other stuff, you went broke just taking your kids to college. Like you have to understand you're looking at that money from the standpoint that you're at. But when you start making that money, your lifestyle is going to change. Everything that you're doing is going to change. So you're going to be living the same way you're living now, just with more money. And yeah. he just blew yeah. him away. He was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that man, I, I can see and, and I'm thinking about the time, you know, before I, I made a hundred grand a year. Uh, when I was younger, I, and I've, you know, thought about this perspective too. When I were making 20 or 30, 40 grand, I, I was saying, ah, if I can only just make 50 grand, 
And then if I was making 50, if I can only just make 75 and a hundred. And then, you know, when I was a hundred, I was like, if I can just only make 200 grand a year, everything will be amazing. And every time you you cross a different barrier, you realize, oh, uh, you may have more, you know, spending money. Maybe it's a little more comfortable. My car got more comfortable. My house got more comfortable. But my my lifestyle, or you know, the the creation part of it was, you know, it's still in this this bear, you know, making it from check to check or quarter to quarter. If I stopped working, the lifestyle was going to go away completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Well, so before you go, because where I know, I know, we, you know, it's timing wise. I don't want to take all of your time, but before you go, we what? Uh, We're good. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> What advice can you give somebody that is starting out that's trying to, you know, get on this grind and just, you know, just general advice that you, anybody can take and relate to and, you know, give us some, some insight on uh, how to be more successful, man. First thing is I always say this, get around the right people. You know, I mean that I I can't say how important that is because you're either going to have people pulling you or you're going to have people pushing you it's, it's, it just comes, it just comes hand in hand. It's just like, you know, Hey, I want to get over here and they're going to pull you, you know, and they're not pulling you intentionally. People don't do things. That's the thing. When, when, when I, when, when they say, Hey, you know, get around, get, get, get away from negative people and things, they're not negative because they're bad people. They're negative because that's what's, that's, that's what they're used to being. That's what they're used to having. That's what they're used to, you know, that's just where their mindset is. It doesn't mean that they're bad. It's just like, you know, when we're younger, and we're brought up in a, in a, you know, in a, in, in, in the household with our family and, 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 you know, our parents are telling us, Hey, listen, you know, uh, uh, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this, save your money, stay away. They're not doing it because they mean bad for us. They're doing it because that's what they learned. But that's why I always say, you got to be careful where you get your information from. So I would say there's two things. Watch where you get your information from and watch who you're around. I want to be around people that are going to take me higher. I want to be around people that are going to push me. I want to call people up and when they we celebrate each other's wins. I want to call people up and they're like, hey, man, what did you do this week? Like they're holding me accountable. I'm holding them accountable. You know, like we're we're elevating each other. We're making, you know, I'm, I, if I know they have to get up in the morning, I'm not going to keep them up late. You know, I'm not going to say, hey, listen, let's go out. Let's go. Let's go drinking. Like I don't even drink like that. Why are you going to ask me to go out and, and party when you don't have to be up in the morning? See what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's, it's just things like that. Like just, and then, and then the whole, like I said, the information point of it, like, I don't want to be like, they say the smartest person in the room. All right. Yeah, man. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. I think it's a uh, great lessons all the way around. Absolutely. Be around the right people. Be careful where you get your information and you know, you're going to push your network up. I keep hearing this again and again and again from you. Uh, which is, it's no, no doubt. That's one of the reasons you've been so successful is just putting people that are, you know, uh, better than you around you, learning from them. And then I'm sure applying like a madman and, you know, applying exactly the lessons that you've learned, man. So this is, this is really good. Hey, boy, I, I tell people I give, I, I ask more questions than I give answers. I, I'm like, uh, I mean, people are like, man, you know, a lot. And I'm like, no, I don't like, I'm like a little eyedropper in the ocean compared to the people that, you know, I try to be around and I learn from and mentors and, you know, things like that. It's just, I mean, it's, it's like I said, I always ask questions. I'm always researching. I'm always, I'm I'm always learning, you know? Yep. Yep. Uh, Thank you very much, man. So before we go, who do you want to reach out to you and where can they go to contact you? 
I want everybody to reach out to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, whoever, it, look, whoever it is that, 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 you know, found this well, you know, if they have a business, they're looking to increase their income, you know, maybe they're stuck in a job. You know, I, 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 I was doing shows, stop for a little bit. I'm, I'll probably dive right back into, I was doing shows on Mondays, you know, and I talked about business sales, increasing income. You know, you have some people, they don't, I say, I say this, I say this to people all the time, you know, three out of four millionaires work for somebody else. So you don't have to necessarily work on your own or go that entrepreneurial route because it's not meant for everybody. And it's not meant for everybody because it takes a special type of person. So you don't have to go on that route. You could just work for somebody else and just find ways to increase your income, find ways like we talked about as far as investing at the right time, you know, in the right things, you know, learning how to increase your income so you can do that. And, um, you know, people who want to do that, people who are entrepreneurs, you know, um, people who are solopreneurs that want to build their business. I mean, I'm, 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 we help people of all different types of spectrums. When I said small to mid-sized businesses, that's just because we know at that point, that's the point that we can get them further. But I'm not, I'm not deterring people who do less than that. If they have the mindset and they have the understanding that they're going to have to make that investment and they're willing to make the investment, I'll work with them. We'll work with them. You know, it's just, we found that, you know, once they're hitting that 2 million mark or, or it, even at least, you know, I'd say a million, million and a half, like once they're hitting that mark, they've proved themselves enough where it's like, all right, you know what? You know, I could write you a check and it's not going to, I know where it's going to go. And I know what I, what, what I, the reason why I'm doing it, if that makes any sense. Now yeah. where they can find me, man, they could Google me, you know, I, uh, I, you know, just Google me. I'm on all different types of social media, you know, and, um, that's pretty much, I'll make it simple, man. Just Google Mr. my name, Danny Mr. Califel. Mr. Danny Califel. <laughs> you can go to dannycalifel.com. I mean, there you go. There. <laughs> there you go. We'll do that. Thank you very much, Danny. And uh, as well as our, with our last, last question or last question right here, is there anything I didn't ask you about or something that you really wanted to share or something that I just, we didn't touch on that you were really excited to share and you didn't, we didn't get to today? No, I mean, you know, you, you, you covered it. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm here for you and, and 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 your viewers and 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 you know people who follow you. I mean, whatever whatever it is that you ask me, I'm sure that that was questions that you had lined up that you wanted to convey to them. Mm -hmm. I just came on here to you know enjoy this conversation and and I appreciate it. And like I said, I hope I hope this was able to be very valuable to you and and you know your followers. I'm, ex I'm excited. I got to spend some time with you, Danny. It's uh, it's it's been fun. I've been enjoying you know being in your network this year, learning a little bit more about you. And every time I hear you speak, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a few more nuggets here and there. I'm gonna write down and. Uh, I have a feeling at some point we'll end up talking again and uh, see how it can to stay in your network. And then uh, for those that are interested, what's it like working with Grant? <laughs> Grant Cardone. What's that guy like? Well, I I don't work with him directly. Yeah, but I, uh, his, I deal with Jared his, and his and whole the organization. He's just the it's whole a big organization, company, man. man. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's it's great. I mean, it, it you know I'll say this. So. I lined up with 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 him and the company because mm -hmm. they fit exactly. They, it was like a it was a perfect fit. You know, you you're 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 you know you're you're putting together a puzzle, and mm -hmm. it was just the first try. Just that piece fit right in. Yeah, and it's like you know I had a lot of things in line. I wanted to expand a lot more on, especially on the sales training side and the business programs and everything. And I was looking a while. I was looking for a while for somebody like Grant. Mm -hmm. Transparent, straightforward, honest, straight to the point, you know, not 
having to sugarcoat anything, you know, not having to pretend to be somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, I, Mm -hmm. that's what I was looking for because that's how I am. Those are my core values. And it was very hard to find. And when I found, went to one of his seminars, I brought, uh, I brought my VP, who's my father. I brought my VP with me and, uh, you know, we sat there and I was like, Hey, what do you, what do you, what do you think about this dad? And he was like, I like him. And I was like, all right, I want to partner up with him. I was like, what do you think? And he was like, go for it. So just one thing led to another. Yeah. And it's great because it enabled now, not only for name recognition, but it, it, it's not even, it, it wasn't even more so for that. Cause I don't like, yes, it's important, but to me, like it was more so the actual resources that could really do some, some, some serious, serious helping you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to a lot of people who really need it. I love and the sure 10X. You're familiar with, you I, said I love 10X the and course. his coaching and yeah. yeah, 10X and coaching and all the, the training that he provides. And, you know, a lot of us are commercial real estate investors. However, we're business owners, we're entrepreneurs, we are professionals at W2, and we're investing our money in all of the mindset coaching and, and you know, self-development stuff that he has is really solid. So coaches like yourself that, you know, are working with him and involved in and partner with one or the other is always is good to spend some time with. And uh, I just appreciate all the opportunities. Nobody, nobody, I could say this, man, nobody could come close to the results that we put forth. And it was very hard to find that. I could, I could tell you that because it's, 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 I, I looked and I looked hard. Yeah. Right on. Well, hey, brother, it's been a pleasure having you. And thank you very much for taking a few minutes with us. Thank you. I'm a humbled, grateful, appreciative. And uh, let's just keep the conversation going. So thank you very much, Danny. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you for having me again, man. I appreciate that. All right. For everyone listening, uh, we'll see you on our next show. My name is Abel Pacheco. I'm your host. Uh, we hope you enjoyed something. We, we would encourage you, if you did, go reach out to Danny. Go reach out to his company, his business. I'd be delighted to hear you. I'd be blessed to hear that you heard him on our podcast. So make sure to ping him. And then also like, subscribe, rate, review our podcast. It helps a ton. We just want to get some really great guests for you and we'll just keep learning. So thank you very much, everyone. And appreciate your time. Thanks a lot, Danny. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Five Talents Podcast with your host, myself, Abel Pacheco. Each week, we're going to bring you interviews from industry experts and commercial real estate investors who follow their dreams and achieve massive success. Before you leave, let me ask you a few questions. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you learn something valuable? Was your mind stretched to what's possible and what you can achieve? Do you want other experts just like the one you heard today? If you answered yes to any or all of those questions, then please Take a moment to subscribe to the Five Talents Podcast. Give us a five-star rating. And most importantly, leave us a written review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us your favorite guests. Give us any feedback. I'm excited to learn and improve so you can get a more valuable show. So thank you again for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast.